The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed, for lack of a better word, is good. That's right. We watch Wall Street this week on The Movie Gap, the podcast that has you scream. How have you not seen that? 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 Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this week's episode of The Movie Gap. I am your host, Chase Austin, and as always, the terrible interior decorator to my right is Bryce Perkins. Do you smell poop? Yeah, I smell something weird. You do smell something weird? Yeah. I thought it was just me. No. Now I'm like kind of freaking out that you smell it too. Yeah, I smell it. Man. Oh, it might be next door. They're like putting in flower beds and stuff. Yeah. Or hear me out. It could be that I put my pants before we started this. Episode. Well, that's inappropriate. Okay. Thanks for doing that in my house. Uh, you're welcome, buddy. Would only do that for you. Obviously. Yes. All right. <laughs> well, yep. uh, Bryce. Yeah. Other than yeah, uh, you choked up on that one. Yeah. Huh? Other than your uh, self-defecation. Yes. How have you been this week? I've been doing good, man. Um. Still waiting for that check from Zions, but they told me it would. Like, they told me it would take like a, a couple weeks to probably show it's been, up. And, it's been three now. They said it would take a couple weeks. All right, I'm not too worried about it. So, so going good. Zions, the right fuel for your body and brain to get you through the tough work day. Well, that's what I drink. Just, I don't because I don't get any money from them. I mean, it. it Although so far you haven't either. Sour grapes isn't good for anyone. It's not a good look for anyone. Okay, Chase? Well, I am back to Soliel today. I'm not drinking that. I'm drinking another Zions. This, <laughs> I can see. this flavor is cherry lime. Oh, uh, one of their many assorted flavors, like blue razzmatazz and purple power. <laughs> All right. Um, so. Still uh, waiting for the check, though, but it's cool. How's uh, you got that improv show going? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Come see me. I want to do these up front because, you know, yeah. basically probably 1%, which we'll get to later, right? Speaking of 1%, um, 1% of the people probably listen to the end. So why not do these up front? And uh, I heard uh, you can see me every Thursday at Station Theater, uh, part of Space Cat Labs, uh, their weekly uh, show running through February. Uh, so come see me and a bunch of other great shows, uh, a couple of other great shows that are on there as well. We got Launchpad and the House Herald Troop um, Kick Asteroids. So come see those every Thursday, 8 p.m. And you can come see both of us do a live episode. Both of, of these nuts. Of the movie Gap uh, at Comic Palooza this year. Uh, Comic Palooza 2020. It's going to be Memorial Day weekend at the George R. Brown Convention Center. Uh, we will let you know more details as we get them. Yep. Uh, right now, we are withholding what movie we are doing. So yes. Big keep mystery. your guessing. Big keep mystery. your guessing. But you're not going to want to miss this one. Um, believe me, uh, there was a lot of disappointed people that didn't get there quick enough because the seats filled up so fast for yep. our show. Last so, year. Yep, last year. 
Uh, so make sure that's not you this time. Get there, get there early and get there quick and get there prepared. Camped out. To go on a fucking journey. Yeah. Down the rabbit hole of Bryce's mind. And Chase's Speaking penis. of that rabbit hole. What? We watched... Uh, we watched Wall Street. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Having an interesting day. You again. need some Zion. Yes, my I friend. do. Uh, we watched Wall Street. So you had never seen this movie, correct? That is correct. Which you had totally ruined last time having seen the movie before. Uh, no, I did not see Eyes Wide Shut before. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. two weeks ago, I yeah. saw, I had seen, but not really. I yeah, mean, you didn't like, remember I remembered of nothing of it. Yeah. Um, that being said, you know, we have not really talked about this before in probably since like the third episode. Mm-hmm. One of the major points of this movie it is filling your movie gap. These are yes. movies that you have never seen and you're watching for the first time yes. or getting your, their thoughts on it. Yes. So uh, that being said, you've never seen this. What did you know about this movie going in? I knew that um, Michael Douglas put on a, or, you know, was said to have put on a great performance uh, in it, or it's one of his most Oscar winning. famous it's his only roles, Oscar and winning I knew that he won an Oscar for it. Best yeah. supporting or best actor? Uh, best actor. So, which is weird, though, because he wasn't the main character. but whatever. He's one of the two main characters. Okay. That, and that category can get weird yeah, like flop, that sometimes. Yeah. Um, uh, and I knew Charlie Sheen was in it, but really mostly the thing I knew was that it was about this Gordon Gecko character. Yeah. Uh, or I knew that Gordon Gecko was this, like, character in that, you know, of, like, ultimate greed or whatever and all this stuff. Uh, but that's about all I knew about it. I didn't know anything else. Uh, and you knew it took place on Wall Street. Right. Um, oh, I also knew it was the uh, prequel to Wolf of Wall Street. Nope. So it's not the prequel well. to the Wolf of Wall Street. Yep. So it is, uh, knew, uh, it is followed by a sequel. That, I knew in, that fact. In the late 2000s or the early 2000s. Wait, they made a sequel to Wall Street? Yeah. Does Michael Douglas come back? Yeah, it's called Gordon? Wall Street 2 Money Never Sleeps. Really? You didn't know that? No. Yeah. Was it, was it like, also Oliver God, Stone? like 2012. What? Yeah. They it's, waited it's that Oliver long? Stone. It's the only sequel Oliver Stone has ever done. And is it <coughs> terrible? Uh, yeah, it was unwatchable. Whoa, yeah, it's, really? It's one of the last, uh, like, my parents have gone to, since I quit working at the movie theater back in, like, 2006, uh, my parents have been to two movies. Um, mm-hmm. both they got free tickets to for something. Sure, and uh, one of them was uh, Wall Street Two: Money Never Sleeps, and the other was uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Oh, two sequels. Yeah, both two bad. bad sequels. Yeah. Yeah. but um, yeah. both starring Will Smith. Yeah, and Michael it, the Douglas. sequel picks up you know in 2012 or whatever year it was. Yeah, uh, and uh, Gordon Gecko is just getting out of prison. Oh, so the, oh, and it was even more poignant because this was during the whole um. Uh, yeah, it was after the, the other, Wall Street. Yeah, um, the 2008 Occupy Wall Street stuff. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah. With, but then also the, the other market crash. One percent became yeah. a big talking point. But Gordon Gecko was the first one to ever fucking bring it up in popular culture. I found out watching this movie. Oh yeah, well yeah. there you go. You know, in that in that fucking monologue he gives about when, the one percent. Yes, two thirds of them or blah blah blah. Right blah, blah. when Bob when, nobody creates when Bud's uh, pissed off that he. Was going to liquidate his dad's company. Yeah. Real shitty. He sold to him. Yeah. Yeah. Just like his dad said it would. Yep. Uh, Played by his real dad. His real dad, which. Martin Sheen. Which there's a lot of cool moments of that. uh, And uh, yeah, that I want to get into later. But but also, I did not know it was Oliver Stone. So when I saw Oliver Stone, (laughs) my my good friend Oliver Stone. Yeah. That was what what was so funny is that uh, we were coming up with movies to watch. Uh huh. And, um, 
like you just threw this one out there because you saw that it was on yeah hulu. on the thing and i thought and i know it had been on our list yeah uh and you, you saw that it was on hulu so we were gonna watch it and you threw it out there and i thought for certain it was your like fascination with watching oliver stone movies right. you hate him so much. right right <laughs> well really you've only hated one of them that's true and pleasantly surprised by that yeah um but yeah so so watching this you didn't even know you would put yourself right, into another oliver right. stone hole right um yeah uh and so when i saw <laughs> there's that not too many oliver stone movies left that we have to cover yeah no for real um but yeah once i saw his name flash up on the screen i was like oh, oh boy, boy here we go baby <laughs> i thought i was just getting a nice old i like uh i wanted to see like a classic performance from michael douglas which you know michael douglas is a guy i haven't seen many of his movies at all mm -hmm. um and he also has a famous hollywood actor father kirk douglas yeah uh so two uh two people squaring off two main characters squaring off that have uh already you know that have already famous acting fathers one of which plays his real father uh that is martin sheen and charlie sheen and then michael douglas and kirk douglas who probably was like you will never uh, um gain my uh affection or love michael uh try as you might i will always be a greater actor than you so i'm not even gonna bother being around uh, while you make this movie and win an Oscar, <laughs> um, what I imagine. Sheen, and Charlie Sheen actually, uh, Oliver Stone gave him the choice of who to play uh, his father in this: Kirk he, Douglas or Michael Sheen. No, uh, or Martin Sheen. Martin I mean? Sheen. It was Jack Lemmon or Martin Sheen. Oh, I would have chosen chose, Martin Sheen all he day. He chose Martin Sheen because yeah. you know he wanted to work with his dad. Yeah, of course. So, but um, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's get into it. What uh, what are your notes? Let's go right into it. Um. So let's see. Let's go to the stop. Oh yeah, uh, the top. Oh boy, our good friend uh, <laughs> Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Uh, no, our good friend Oliver Donkey Kong Stone. Oh, because he's so heavy. Because he's so heavy-handed. Big hands. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably sitting in a barrel somewhere, waiting to launch out of it and get some bananas. But then it was like, oh shit, Doctor Cox is back. So then you're seeing the pattern. Oh, Doctor Cox Platoon. is one of his guys. Yeah. Uh, John C. McGinley, the Great. Uh, and and to my surprise, had met, had a much bigger speaking role in this one than he had in Platoon. Yeah. Um, uh, then we got Michael Douglas, Charlie Sheen, and then I was pleasantly surprised that Martin Sheen was playing Charlie Sheen's father. And it was even cooler because at first, when you see Martin Sheen, you only see the back of him, right? So yeah. you just see Charlie going, "Hey, Dad, what's the problem?" And then the camera flips, and it's hey! his real dad. It's his real dad. Um. So that was cool. I love to see them play off of each other. I'm sure, like, you know that story that you had about Platoon? Uh, no, what? I keep getting it mixed up. But where Charlie was like, Dad, uh, I can't wait until my oh, big scene. Oh, uh, Red Dawn. Red Dawn, yeah. yeah. And then they cut it. And, they cut the whole and, and scene, Martin yeah. had to be like, hey, it's okay or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. That's how that goes sometimes or whatever. That shit, uh, <laughs> they, when they do that fucking scene, uh, when they argue... Uh, and he's and running out to the, the street and everything. Yes, and they and go into on the, the elevator. Going to the elevator, and you can tell it was like, I don't know, man. I couldn't help but like put my own like reality of like, this is them seeing like who can one up one another and who can grab the camera. Yeah, and then it got even bigger when Martin Sheen's character has the heart attack, and they have like a cry off, dude. Yeah, and then and and at first Charlie cries first, right, because his dad's there. And then the camera cuts to Martin, and as Charlie's saying his lines after he did his crying, 
you it just sticks on Martin doing this long like hold back the tears yeah. cry thing as Charlie is speaking, and so I couldn't help but think like like fucking you know Charlie's doing his thing, and Martin was like, "Let me show you how it's done, kid," and then he does his long cry. And well, the, and it and works. The camera stays on him, and yeah. Charlie's like in the theater, like you son of a bitch, you pulled my <laughs> screen time. You know? Well, you know it, that that whole thing. I'll show you. I got tiger's a, blood. You know the 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 uh, relationship there and the power struggle that they're having mm-hmm. is just the same that a father and son would have. Mm-hmm. That maybe they are having at the same time. Yeah. And I know that um, Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen talks about uh, filming that scene with the heart attack. Yeah. And how he was taken back to when. He visited his dad in the hospital when his dad had a heart attack filming Apocalypse Now. Martin Sheen had a real heart attack? Oh, yeah. Whoa, I didn't know that. You, you've, well, have you seen Apocalypse Now? No, it's on, oh, the, it's list. on the list. We'll get into yeah. that Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, when we talk about that. But yeah, no, he had a real heart attack yeah. filming that thing. Oh, Jesus. He, must, he was um, young back then, though. Yeah, like 30, maybe. Maybe he had a heart attack. 25, I don't wow. know. He was real young. Oh, my gosh. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was an intense. It was Coppola doing... Yeah, I mean not Coppola. Uh, yeah, it was no, Coppola. yeah, it was Coppola yeah. doing Coppola. Yeah, but um, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of real, real moments between the two of them. I think. Yeah, well, especially the whole like when he's like, "How come he never paid attention to me?" Yeah, like you never know if he's like really he's channeling a little bit of a sibling rivalry between him and his brother Emilio. You know, Emilio, Emilio. I was like Emilio. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering what the, I was like. Where is that? And then I was like, "Of course, yeah." Uh, that was from the great movie uh, Night at the Roxbury. No, what? What is that? No, it was from uh, On the Waterfront. It was during his famous "I Could Have Been a Contender." He's like, "I could." It's not my night. I was like, "Emilio, Emilio." <laughs> it was great scene. Great stuff. No, it's from Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, that's funny though. And random that you busted that one out. That's funny. Yeah. Did you rewatch it because it's on Hulu or whatever? Now, no, um, I just know me that. And Ash that's did. like the line, right? right that right. the other one that always sticks out. I got us these cups with their name on it. Your sis, Chet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course it does. It's yeah, his yeah. name. You said there are cups with his name on it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Anyway, um, classic stuff there. Underrated underrated <laughs> yeah but is it i mean it's a really bad movie but it's right, fun but it it's is fun. very funny and also weird to see the trajectory of chris Catan and will ferrell <laughs> yeah just movie. go way off yeah uh, but anyway so anyway um, this movie so so then uh it was my pleasant surprise that uh you see in the beginning he's talking he's trying to get his clients uh you know to buy stocks off of him off uh-huh. of their firm and let them broker for them and and this one client that he had gotten the week before starts acting like he didn't know him. Yeah. Therefore, he decayed, decayed him. Decayed him. Donkey Kong. Exactly. So go. even Oliver Stone knows yeah. that he's fucking he's Donkey Kong. It in. He's filling it in. You know what that means? He's listening to this podcast. He's totally fucking listening. And he's and a time traveler. And it in his movies, dude. Because he even brings it up again where he goes, decayed, didn't know. And I was like, ah, 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 Oliver. Uh, uh, uh. We know. We know. Uh, what well, you know. And that's DK means Donkey Kong because you're so heavy and it's sitting in a barrel yeah. waiting to shoot out and get some bananas. Anyway, that's all the notes I have for the movie. <laughs> Is it really? Oh, God. No. Um, so I wanted to watch uh, this uh, because I really wanted to see if um, Wolf of Wall Street. No, Michael Douglas's oh. performance, because I haven't seen Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, that's, gonna be, that's on the list, too. Wanted to see if uh, Michael Douglas's performance 
was everything that it was cracked up to be that it, you know all the hype that it had gotten uh and i gotta say i was not let down uh, i think he did great but you know at the same time it was it's like you know it kind of was hard to mess up well he uh, pretty straightforward um, it's not like he had to do much dynamic stuff yeah he, he had to just, work on it a lot really uh he actually had to work with a speech instructor on breath control because Ooh, of the rapid the fast yeah, yeah. Uh, and that and the fact that Douglas, at the time at least, was smoking 40 cigarettes a day. So that's two packs of cigarettes a day. Oh, So my that makes God, it real hard to, to talk that fast. Whoa. And, and have that kind of... he got tongue cancer or jaw cancer from yeah. cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, anyway. um, yeah, no, and he worked, you know, a lot on, on that part. Because this is also <clears throat> his first, like, big acting role. He was mainly a producer at this point. Uh, of films he wasn't a uh, so he was already kind of done with the acting shit well no he had, he ne- didn't really act all that much oh uh, i mean he did some like you know he did a uh, romancing the stone or the roses and stuff uh-huh. uh when he was working on this he was also working on uh fatal attraction oh which is another one we need to see yeah oh so good really close in that movie will blow your mind I thought that was the one with uh, Sharon Stone. No, that's the, Basic the, Instinct. And him. and him. And him. Okay. Yeah, it's, okay. Uh, and also about murder. And, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, so I always get those two confused we gotta as put well. On the list, which I don't yeah. think that they are yet. So go ahead and write that. Okay. Suckers down. But Well, then you keep um, going there. Well, 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 here, I'll write them down and you keep going with what you were saying. Because I didn't realize that uh, Douglas started as a producer mostly. Yeah, yeah. And um, so he was mostly Silver producing. on white shit. You I can't know. even see it. Yeah, you gotta anyway. you gotta look, but yeah. um, yeah. So uh, he uh, Oliver Stone was even people tried to convince him not to cast Douglas because uh, they said he was gonna micromanage uh, the the production. But Oliver Stone said that he did not do that. He just worked. So real why hard. was Oliver Stone so dead set on getting Michael Douglas? Um, well, he just I mean he really liked him. He thought he was good, and he liked his his natural speaking thing is very uh, speaking tone is kind of frenetic and. It just worked really well. Yeah. Uh, but they, you know, there were other um, actors that were uh, approached for this movie. I know that, uh, well, I know that Tom Cruise went to Oliver Stone because he wanted to play Bud Fox. Oh, man, you know, that could have worked. But, uh, uh, to, and, well, speaking on that real quick, Charlie Sheen, to his credit, I think he did a great job. Yeah. And um, one of the things that, uh, that I like about it, and I was noticing it works for the character. Mm-hmm. Is that Charlie Sheen is very stiff in this movie? Yeah, and it's it like shows like uh, the, uh, Oliver Stone really uh, focused on that a lot. Yeah, because it shows like his like naivety uh-huh. of the whole thing. Like he's trying to be real smooth, but like he mm-hmm. kind of looks uncomfortable in those suits yeah. and yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> and, and just being around him and babyface too. He has yeah, a big time oh, well, babyface. Yeah. But that that's not acting. <laughs> that's just right. Him but it, but young. it helped at least uh, the character. I feel like it was good. Well, well, and then it also I didn't even realize that uh, Charlie Sheen it, uh, was one of Stoney's guys, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Because you know? this was this was after Platoon. This was uh, this was in eighty seven. Uh, it took place in, in eighty four or eighty five. Yeah. yeah, which they have a Challenger line. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, a line yeah, about yeah. the Challenger that didn't happen until eighty six. Well, I think so. it goes through into present day or whatever is what it's supposed to do. Okay, like because it cuts back and says nineteen eighty five, and then it's supposed to show like a, but yeah, still a little bit fast there. Yeah, um, yeah, like he what did he say? He bought stock on NASA. Yeah, to plummet NASA after. Yeah, anyway. Well, um, um but yeah, I was gonna say that uh, the uh, Oliver Stone actually his first two choices for uh, Gordon Gecko were Richard Gere 
and Warren Beatty. But he okay. ended up doing uh, Michael Douglas. Okay. So, I mean, dude, I mean, uh, Douglas, I honestly, after watching it, I can't really see it being played by anybody else. Yeah. Even though I'm oh, sure. James Woods, that was another one that was offered the role. But then, oh no, Spader. James Spader uh, made an appearance in this, which yeah. I was not expecting. Yeah. Uh, which that had one of, of all of them. First... Out of all of them, definitely looks the most different yes like even like charlie sheen's got hiv and doesn't look that much different <laughs> what do you think hiv is chase do you think it changes it's like pre you think it changes I your, mean, I, your face i think it i think it has some effect on it oh my goodness okay i'm just saying anyway it's a rough life right right okay but uh but yes yeah, james spader looks like a different person he looks like he's eaten too much <laughs> it looks like he ate james spader <laughs> yeah yeah uh, yeah and yeah maybe made some sacrifices in which he had to i don't know sacrifice his hair in order to get famous or something i don't know no he's great though james spader yeah great. no he is uh an incredible actor I've, I have no room who am i to talk shit about james spader yeah you know? no i'm not talking shit you're talking mad I'm just shit. talking i'm just talking observations you're talking just talking observations you're talking more shit about james spader than i talk about mike clevenger and trevor but bauer it was it was funny i was watching this movie and then uh as soon as this movie was over i flipped over to um watch the 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 sag awards and like yeah. right at the opening of the SAG Awards was Michael Douglas for the Kaminsky method. He was yeah. nominated. That was like the first award they gave yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Twenty six years yeah. in four minutes. <laughs> yeah, time travel, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um No, but dude, he yeah, he did great. I can't really see anyone else playing uh playing Gecko. I mean, he did do a great job. And I was not disappointed. And you know what, man? Once again, uh, so we all know that Oliver Stone is DK, but dude, this is the least DK Oliver Stone movie of them I mean, all, and I thought yeah. it would have been like way more. The whole thing is because it's everything that he rails greed. against. Yeah, but like he, but he does it in a much more. I mean, it's it, it's not like, as. I mean, it is pretty heavy. It's heavy handed, it's, it's but, fr but it's from the beginning. It's just like this guy's an asshole, right? And you shouldn't want to be this guy, right? Yeah, uh, and and also there's just I don't know. Maybe there's like a there's a there's just an element of truth nowadays watching it. Yeah, to it like where I, at the time I could see it totally being like, do you see the lesson I'm trying to teach you? But like watching it nowadays is kind of like we've seen the market crash because of this kind of shit. Yeah, like you know we've seen the Occupy Wall Street shit. I mean, it's shit that like really has affected people in very well, real you ways. Know, it's like he says they're not they're not creating anything they're just right they trading own, they own stuff yeah. yeah and and so so honestly getting to watch it through the through a lens of like oh i've seen the reality of 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 this already in my lifetime a couple of times now yeah it does it just really seemed like um I was just watching almost like a biopic or something. It didn't seem as heavy-handed. Yeah. Uh, because well, it's like, it, oh, know, this, is, is loosely, this is what they do. And this know? is loosely based on different, um, different stories from real life. From, yeah. Uh, yeah from the time. Like, yeah, so. I was going to say, isn't isn't Gecko supposed to be an amalgamation of... Uh, yeah, it's like three or four different people. Like heartless bastards or whatever. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's not a, uh, a straight-up uh, true story. Right, 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 right. Like Wolf of Wall Street is a true story, right? About Jordan Belfort, yeah, right. Uh, who apparently is still scamming people. Go figure. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. Um. Yeah. I was uh, pleasantly surprised by that. 
like that whole speech about when he's like when he does that when he's like you know the one percent the top one percent of the world owns all the pop uh, all the world's wealth and ninety nine percent people have you know uh, poor or are basically poor or whatever yeah he was saying all that shit before it became a talking point you know like twenty years before it became a big talking point. Um, I mean, it so might have been a, like it might have been a talking point then too. Sure, but I it mean, was I'm like, sure it was. I'm it was sure it wasn't a like, secret. It is being heavy-handed, but it's also like kind of right and true. So it didn't really like bother me so much. Yeah, it wasn't like I don't know. It just it didn't seem well. Like it, it does was trying it does, too hard. It does uh, because, posit the, because there was like fact to it. There, it does posit it. that thing of like there is like he even says like there's there's a set amount of wealth. Mm-hmm. And it's like there's not really like. Money can, like, you know, there's not, like, just a certain amount of money. You know, more money can sure. be made. I mean, there is, to really a point, that, that's what creates inflation and everything like that. Right. But it's not like, you know, anyway. Yeah, I'm not, I don't really know the... I'm not a little, finance guy. Yeah, My I dad could really. talk for hours about this. <laughs> he wants to start right. his own podcast. He does? Yeah. About finances? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. He I should. Like, you know, I would, I would help him get to set that. up. Yeah, man, he would be... I could learn me so yeah. <laughs> he's very smart and he really knows that good stuff. Good to know. For and he likes too. to talk, so that would help. Oh yeah, yeah, <coughs> um, yeah. Well, so anyway, so that was all very cool, and that speech was really cool, and he did great delivering it. And then uh, that line at the end, where uh, what did when when Charlie Sheen gets busted because you know, yeah, like obviously he he fucked with the gecko. The gecko was Fought like, back. I was yeah. trying to save you money by switching in insurance to Geico. <laughs> Uh, and this is what you do to me. And then he had already signed that paper saying that he would take the fall if anything got found out. It's like, well, dude, of course you're going to get yeah. screwed if you do. Like, you didn't think about he, that. He but then he wired him, him. Yeah. Yeah, which was smart and cool. Well, like, how stupid is Gecko for, like, not knowing that's what he was going to do, uh, meeting him out there? Yeah. I guess. Well, they're, they're, one of the reasons that he's so mad uh-huh. at that point is there's a subplot that got cut. Where uh, oh. Charlie Sheen, uh, Fox, Bud Fox was yeah. sleeping with Gecko's wife. Oh, yeah. and not just Darian. No, yeah, not just Darian. Which uh, who who played her by the way? Daryl Hannah. That was Daryl Hannah. Yeah, and then, that's the name I was trying to think of. I was like Debbie. Yeah, Daryl Hannah. That was played Darian. Darian. Was that her and first movie? No, she had done Splash. I think. Splash oh, she was, was already this. Done, which that's on the list yeah. too. Um, um, but she, she looked so different. Yeah. But she, um, uh, she was, uh, uh, what's her name? Sean Young, the one that played his wife. Who is Einhorn is Finkel. Yeah. Finkel is, is Einhorn. Einhorn. Yeah. She, uh, was pissed off. She wanted to play the part of Darian. Uh, oh. and one of the reasons that the part or like her whole storyline of sleeping with Charlie Sheen's character got cut is one, because, uh, Charlie Sheen and her hated each other. Oh really? She was like apparently awful. She was always coming in late. She was never prepared for her part. Really? And, like so, they just kept cutting it down. Wow. <clears throat> because she was so upset that she didn't get to play the the bigger part anyway. Oh um, man. But it was so bad that Charlie Sheen at one point stuck a piece of paper to her back and nobody told her about it. <laughs> the back, the piece of paper just said, "Now prepare yourself." Sure. Some okay. harsh words. Listeners. It just said, I am a cunt. <laughs> wow. Straight <laughs> nobody, up. Yeah, just, I am a cunt. Wow. And nobody told her. They're just like, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Wow. Charlie did not hold back on that one, huh? Yeah. Super passive aggressive, by yeah, the way. Yeah, so there was a whole part of them sleeping together that got cut, and that's why one of the reasons Gecko was so mad at him at the end, also with all the money. And then there was like a kind of a subplot that like, 
um, Darian was sleeping with him too or something and that's why no 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 well no they blatantly said that yeah yeah that they they were yeah he can't find out about that she was like i'm falling for bud and he's like you haven't told him about us and she's like no i can't do it and he's like yeah he can never know or she said he can never know know. yeah he was like you know and then he does that whole and well that that was actually a really good a good scene setting the stage for how heartless he was where it like it like firmly entrenched him as like this like emotionless heartless psychopath almost, yeah. where he was like you know uh you and i are the only two people that haven't fallen for that age-old myth of love yeah know, the kind of stuff that keeps people buying things <laughs> well you know, and the, whatever. The, there's also a great part that is you know kind of blink if you miss it almost it's it, in that first scene with him going into the into gecko's office yeah you know um and actually getting in uh uh-huh. where, where they're talking on the phone and like somebody says uh your wife's on the line and uh, he doesn't respond to that at all. And yeah. Right the, like, just doesn't even yeah, hear yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he just it goes, it goes to the right next to thing. the business yeah. thing. Yep, yep. And just never, nev- doesn't was... say, tell her I'll call her back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just I ignores that, that one e- too. That yeah. even happened. I caught that one, too. Dude, and his office was baller as shit, dude. Like, that would be cool as fuck to work in that. <laughs> I don't know. It would just, just be cool. It's very big. It's very big yeah. and windowy. And then the the... The stuff they did to that apartment, where it's like they put the oh fake God, exposed brick, dude. It was so funny, so cheesy. At the beginning of the of the episode, when you told me, or we were like in my shitty interior decorator, yeah, that was fucking perfect because I was watching it with Ash, and like when she was redesigning his apartment, Bud Bud's apartment, uh, they put the gold flake on the crown mold, yeah. That Ash could not stop laughing at that. She was like, "That's the tackiest thing I've ever seen." I was yeah, like, "Yeah, that was that's exactly the 80s, what, baby." That's what Carrie was saying too. She goes, "God, that why would you do that?" And I she's know. Like, oh, well, I guess that is like what to they sh- did. Yeah, to show yeah. how wealthy you were. It I mean, was it so was, dumb looking. All the stuff. Yes, like painting the cracks in the fake marble. Oh, it was so it was bad. So terrible. The table that has like holes in it. Yeah. Oh and yeah. He, and he drops the plate and he's like, "What?" what? That was a weird <laughs> shot, by yeah. the way. Me and Ash were both like, "What the fuck was that?" I thought he did it on purpose to like I know, at show first I his he, dominance or something. But it wasn't at but all. It wasn't. She goes, oh, like, he does that all the time. <laughs> like just yeah. Why did you even have that in there? That I think was it was weird. because she's not good at her job, or I, like I don't it, know. it's stupid it was to have weird, that table anyway. But you know what, man? It, this we'll go into. We'll use that as a good segue to go into something that I that I want to talk about because my man Ollie, dude, he deserves credit. He deserves credit where credits due. Uh, from me, especially after I ripped him to shreds for net, for NBK, uh-huh. uh, and then came around on him for Platoon, and then now I'm here. I'm you know I'm giving him I'm giving him the credit. It's like it was like it's like the director version of my Leo journey. Okay. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of like I loved the camera work throughout the entire movie. Oh yeah, uh, it's where, very very well done. Very well done. Where there was a lot where it was a lot of like one shot feel. With like, the, especially on wall, like on the stock floor too. Yes. Of just like the the frenetic like, moving, the, the shakiness up, yeah. of the camera. But and then in those things where it's real smooth. Yeah, the when they're having their convos, especially yeah. when they're like having conversations of conflict between Bud and and Gecko, where it would the, it would just move to Bud and say his part, and then move over to Gecko yeah. to say. Well, his they part. did it in the elevator with uh, yes, Father Sutu, where Mark, he like yeah. we're following him into the elevator, and you don't even know that that Charlie's he followed, followed him, him in. in. Yeah, and it turns and then it like turns. he says something. It's like the camera almost yeah. turns. Like oh shit, there's somebody here. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was really good, man. And he does it throughout. So it it has this feel of a giant long shot or, or a giant one shot, but it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then there was also like subtle things where when they would be talking about the art or like um, when Gecko would like reference his art or something, 
the camera would slowly just pan over to the yard and then come back yeah. to him and stuff like that. Whereas you're like, oh yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He and doesn't oh, care it about it. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, it was just he really just well sees done. money. Hang. Yeah, it was yeah. super well done and showed that he knows what he's doing when it comes to directing, which makes Natural Born Killers even more. I don't know. Maybe it makes it better, but it just it makes it even more just disappointing and annoying. Anyway, yeah, it's like well, you know what you're doing. I've, I've Why did you before. do that? Well, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It it is Oliver Stone. Natural Born Killers is Oliver Stone directing a Tarantino movie. He's right, trying to do right, his own Tarantino, right. and it's like, you don't get it. Yeah, exactly. And that's why Tarantino exactly. wanted his name off of the, right. the script and everything. Yep, yep exactly. It's just story by. He should have just He should have just made it a fucking Oliver Stone movie and yeah. done what he knows how to do. Well, he thought he'd Because he's not a bad it. director. Yeah. He's just, he's just Donkey Kong. Well, I mean, you've you liked know? pretty much every other movie that we've... Because you like Scarface, too. Yeah, but he didn't direct that one, though. Yeah. Oh no 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 he didn't. He just that's helped right. write yeah, that was, it. And all that's that right. He didn't direct that one. Yeah. yeah he did help write it. Yeah. That movie's heavy handed as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It know? is. So. But, but um, in a fun way. So uh, fun fact: this is the first feature film to show a character using cordless mobile cellular telephone. Wait a second. I thought that no cordless. Because, no, because oh. Because you told me that Lethal Weapon was the first one with a mobile telephone. Yeah, but that wasn't a cordless one. You're right. It wasn't. Yeah. Also, it was the first ever iPhone uh, that he had because he had the little thing, the device with the TV in it. <laughs> no, that was the just TV a TV screen in it. That was just a little TV. His first ever iPhone. Was that was like, not that an iPhone. Baby. That oh, was yeah. just a tiny little TV. Dude, he he was so rich that he had a piece, I know, of, all he of, had those a piece of technology that is a total piece of shit. That's <laughs> Every, how rich he was. Everything in that movie. I mean, all of those computers, like just looking at him, I was like, total. how do you... How did yeah. they even like why especially that first one when he's like putting his schedule in? Yes. I was like, why is that better than a piece of paper exactly, at that point? Dude, at that point. Like, you got a lock, boot it up, like yeah. pull it up just to see like this is what you're doing today. Bill Gates you know, a calendar would have been Bill better. Gates had some good salesmen, I'll tell you that yeah. much, because he convinced all those offices that they needed these things that they did not need whatsoever. I mean the, the yet, you know, being connected yet. to the the stock market and everything like that would that's different, but right. God, all those old computers that took up well, so like, much space. It's like it would be one thing if they were like, they were like, you could store all your files. There's no need for paper files anymore. But at that time, there was it only was, like it was four all, megs of yeah. memory. So it's like, no, they, all, everything was that. on paper as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because you didn't have enough storage space for all the files back then. You yeah, have like was, four megs of memory, oh, which is God. like nothing. That's no. like half of a song. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. The the technology leap is is pretty big. Right. But, uh, you know, Gecko talking about, like, when he has that little TV or whatever, he says, you know, that this we're on the cusp of something big. And he's looking he at it. right. You know? Absolutely right. Yeah. The world's changing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that was before right. the internet, you know? Yep. So And the, and the stock uh, market itself, or the stock exchange or whatever, is, like, completely different, I hear, nowadays because of technology. This like It's no longer, like, filled with people shouting at each other. It's, like, basically all done. Well, I mean, just in that like, office, them running the slips to each right, other to make right, the calls. And right, right. It's not like that anymore, Not I like guess. that anymore. They I mean, don't I don't know. It. I've never been. This stuff is all interesting to me, the way money moves like that and how they manipulate it like that. It's interesting. Yeah. Uh, we were oh, watching... I mean, it was a really cool sequence to see, to show how stocks get inflated like that and how people do cheat the stock market like that by influencing it in such a way yeah. to pick up information of knowing what a big money player is about to do and then fucking driving the price up on that stock in order to extort them to mm -hmm. buy the stock back. Yeah. 
that was fucking cool to see. I mean, that's well, that's, always, that's the illegal thing. Well, it's the illegal, yeah. but they that's the how they trading. did it though. They yeah. did it. That shit all happened all the time. And I'm sure it's still going on. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Because I've always wondered. I've always been like, so what's the point of the stock market? Like, I remember asking my dad about this shit when I was like, you know, nine or something, and just being like, what? Like money. Yeah, you know, it's money all, just goes up and down, and what's who's saying that? It's all who what people are paying exactly, for yeah. and and like, uh, but you know, them they did a really good job of showing that in action, and then that whole scene between him and Lawrence, the British guy, yeah, where where he clearly had the upper hand and like he did it, he pulled off his con and let him know that he did it too. You know yeah. what I mean? Because he admitted he was like, yeah, this is my this is my colleague Bud, yeah, and he already he saw him following yeah. him around, and he was like, you son of. And the way that he was like, I could break you over my knee right now. You I could everyone. buy and sell you. Yeah, I could buy and sell you. And we all know it. But I but I happen to want this company or whatever. It was just really fucking interesting, man. Uh, because that was like the kind of shit where it's like, Gecko's character is supposed to be like the king of Wall Street or whatever. But he still, you know, he's but he became that by fucking with people that had actual wealth by making things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then that line that that Martin Sheen had at, right at the end before he walks up to to the courthouse or whatever, where he's like, "Why don't you create something instead of just trying to own it or whatever?" That was a great line. Mm -hmm. that was, and and that uh, I give Oliver Stone credit for because that's a great line. People should be more interested in creating something, whether it's a company, whether it's a piece of art, a do movie, something with your life, do yeah. something with your life instead of just trying to fucking take what other people have and you know make the it big for yourself. Greed, which. Is the working title of this movie? Oh, okay. Called Greed. Well, it would have been pretty pretentious if he was like, "Greed is good." And it was <laughs> yeah. the, dude, imagine if he was like, "Hey guys, for lack of a better word, Wall Street is good." Okay. Yeah that that'd be funny. That'd be a lot of fun stuff. Uh, did you ever notice how Mr. Mannheim was always such a downer? Like every time we went and talked to him, he was that older guy. Not the boss oh, yeah. guy that kept flip-flopping on him, but the yeah. other guy where he's like... The one who was trying to teach him something. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I get that that was the point of his character, but it was always like after he had something good, he had some, some like, he had pulled off something good, and he's feeling like a hot shot, and he comes to try to tell Mr. Manheim about it, and Manheim's just like, I just want you to know, kid, that, you know, look out because it's not going to last, you dumb little bitch. Like, just yeah. always trying to bring it. He was always right. And he was always right. And then that great line where he's like, you know, a man looks into the abyss, uh, and in doing so, he finds his character, or what? Or he, and he might find his character, and yeah. in doing so, he avoids falling into the abyss or whatever. It's a great line. You know, they, him, Ollie, Ollie, and the other guy that helped him write this—they did a great job. Yeah, I mean, this is a good movie. It's, it's one of the. It's, it's certainly like it's not on the list of like a tea. thousand movies you you have to watch before you die or is whatever. It? Yeah, on that book. Yeah, and the um. The line, uh, Greed Written is Good. Written by Oliver Stone, by the way. Is it really? That book was. Oh, I didn't know that. And it's just like his movies 1,001 times. <laughs> anyway. He's pretty heavy-handed about it. Yes, very. Um, but yeah, the the line, Greed is Good, that was voted uh, number 70 on the 100 greatest movie lines of all time oh. in uh, 2007. Oh. Premiere Magazine. Ah. Interesting. Yeah, uh... I don't really have much else about this. What else do you got in here? Oh, other than my favorite, or I know Doug Benson's favorite uh, yeah. delivery of any line ever. Yep, is uh, I don't judge a man by the size of his wallet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Me and Ash laughed pretty good. Like we both after he said that line, I was like, I go, 
wallet and then ash goes wallet yeah <laughs> we were both like that was weird and fun anytime you say that now you just have to whenever you say yeah. wallet, you just scream wallet yeah every yeah exactly. hold on let me get my wallet yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. oh shoot man i forgot my wallet <laughs> you know? it's the holy trinity man yeah Phone apparently keys, that is apparently that is homage to uh how uh george c scott said something like that in the hustler george c scott was in the hustler yeah 1961 I gotta, we gotta do that one too, because I haven't seen that one all the way through, and I love me some old Polly Blue Eyes. Yeah, you ever um, seen uh, Cool Hand Luke? Yes, oh, okay. love it. That is love a great it. movie. Uh, the Discipline or whatever that whole fucking. What we have here? Yeah, is what a failure we have, to communicate. Failure to communicate. That's what it was. Yeah, communicate. That's, uh, that's a great movie. Um, no, but uh, a George C. Scott movie that I do need to see, uh, that needs to be on the list. Patton. Patton. Ooh, that's a that's a long one. It's the uh, prequel to Platoon. No, not, um, not really. They just were like, instead of like calling it Patton Two, we're just going to add <laughs> letters into the word Patton. Yeah, you know. Okay. And so they added an L in between the P and the A, and then they put an extra O after the two T's, and so they were like, this is the sequel to Patton Platoon. So uh, this See what movie, I'm talking about Chase. This movie is. Do you the understand only, what I'm I, saying? I get it. I get it. This you know movie what your is problem the only is, movie. Man, your problem is that uh, your problem is just. A dick. It's pathetic. Again, again. Uh, uh, this movie is the only movie to both win an Oscar. Uh, it won Best Actor for Michael Douglas. Yes. And a Razzie for Worst Supporting Actress, Daryl Hannah. She got Worst Supporting she got Actress. A Razzie for Worst Why? Supporting Actress. I don't know. It wasn't that bad. I, I don't think it was that she bad either. She looked but weird. Yeah, well, that's just how she looks. Yeah. But yeah, she was really upset with this movie because her character is like everything that she's against. You know, all the the yuppie. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, she's real... Uh, Gold diggy. No. Oh, no. You mean her character. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. She's a real activist person and everything like that. So uh, oh, she gosh. actually, I think, has never seen this movie I read. Oh, really? Yeah. She don't think she deserved a fucking Razzie, but also <laughs> but Razzies it, are weird, you know. Isn't it not the only movie to get an Oscar and a Razzie though? Didn't we cover another movie that did that that happened to? Um, uh, yeah, well, it was, it, they got nominated. They didn't win. Oh, this won the best uh, actor Oscar and, and the worst, worst uh, yeah, supporting because, actress uh, or whatever. Con Air got oh. nominated for best song, oh. and, and the song was also nominated for worst song. Oh, so <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's fucking funny. Uh, yeah. Um, no, I mean, I thought she did fine, though. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. And she's a good actress, right? I mean, she was great in Kill Bill. She got her eye torn out. You remember that? Torn right out. Yep. And then her skull sucked. <laughs> like what Gordon well, yeah, Gekko like said. Just like you said. Tear their eyes out and suck, out like and suck their fucking skull. Um, yeah, you don't want to cross old Gordy Gecky. No, you don't. You know, He tells you not to. But then he goes to prison too. So yeah, and dies. No, he gets out because money never sleeps. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh, it was this Bud movie, that died. He got shot immediately after going into the courthouse. No, he's actually. Uh, in Does he Wall reprise Street. his <laughs> role? <laughs> yeah, he's like in an elevator or something. They see each other. They're like, "Oh shit!" Then like, he's not like part of the that's movie. That's it, really. Yeah. So he never expands on what happens to. Yeah, him. I've never seen it. I've never seen the second uh, one. I just I just know things about it because, uh, like I said, my my parents went and saw it. But. Well, what kind of um, what kind of other tidbits do you have behind the scenes stuff from this movie, as far as the making of it or any drama that might have happened, uh, within 
not uh i mean not really anything um anything else is just uh uh you know it's just a good movie i mean um what about numbers what's the numbers on it oh that i have uh the budget is estimated at 15 million okay wow really yeah it was uh december 13th so it was a christmas release uh-huh. of 87 the year i was born so i was almost two at that point it was a month no, before i turned one. i mean it was a month before i turned one yeah. Yeah. yeah um and it opening weekend it made four million okay uh and it grossed uh 43 million oh so it was a hit yeah or they definitely made their money back worldwide well, gross uh same Cumulative worldwide is 43, uh, uh, so it oh. didn't get a worldwide oh. release. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, you know, I mean, why would it? It's very right, American. Right, very American. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's the 80s, you know, not as many things got, not everything got worldwide released. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So they weren't demanding that much money than uh, Charlie Sheen and Michael Douglas back mm-hmm. then. Well, Charlie Sheen was still real young. Yeah. You know, and, um, and you know, this is still, like, people want to work with Oliver Stone. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, and um, yeah, but that's that's what uh, that's what I got here. Well, so uh, do you have anything else to add? No, I think I've talked about everything that I liked about it. Well, I mean, it's a pretty good you movie. Know. It's uh, highly highly uh, lauded. So uh, let's get the official Bryce rating. It's time for the rating, huh? It's time for the rating. All right, out of uh, ten uh, wallets. I give this one, I give it uh, seven and a half wallets. Seven and a half wallets. There you go. I'm sorry. Wallets. Yes. Yes. You got to get that right. (laughs) All right. Well, there you have it. Uh, We will be right back with our Reboot Wallcast. And we're back. All uh, right, let's get right into the recast. Uh, and real quick, though, when you were talking about um, how you you were watching this movie and then you turned on the, the SAG yeah. Awards and then you saw Michael Douglas there and you were like, whoa, you could say that he went from Michael Douglas to Michael Fugly Ass. Am I right? No, he still looks great. He just looks old as fuck. But yeah, he still looks good. I mean, he's got great hair. Well, I apologize, Michael, yeah, for that should. rude joke. Yeah, that, that certainly has hurt your feelings at this time, Mister Fugly Ass. Yeah, um, and, and don't don't talk about his wife, Catherine Zeta. Yeah, wait, why does she? Is, she's a. Uh, is he real protective of her? Or no, oh, he's just oh. she's she's aged. Uh, interestingly, oh, she's 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 gorgeous, had a lot of uh, a lot of work done. Really, that is not looking great right now. Oh, so she went it's from Catherine Zeta Jones to it's very tight pulled back. Catherine Fugly Ass <laughs> Zeta Jones. <laughs> Didn't say that. Okay. No, uh, well, watching you're giving this movie, me mixed signals here, Chase. W- watching this movie about about halfway through it, uh, my wife was like, "Okay, I'm done." <laughs> She's like, "I'm gonna go take a shower." This movie sucks. The movie? Yeah. She hated this movie. She just got real bored. See, that's the thing. It could it could bore. Like, if you don't have like an interest in like, uh, I don't know how any of that works or whatever, or just acting in movies in general. Well, yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's, it's a very dry movie. It's very dry. You know. Yeah. And like it's just watching awful people be awful to each other. Right. Like, I get it. It's not, you know, it's a great movie, but at the same time, it's kind of like okay, I, I, yeah. I get it. And it's your halfway class- through, you're like, all right, I know what happens. It's your classic okay. rise to power, fall from grace, yeah, sort of deal. So, um, anyway, 
Yeah. Uh, let's do it. We, we're going to go ahead and do Bud Fox and uh, Gordon Gecko. Yes. Charlie Sheen and Michael Fuglass himself. Yep. Michael Fuglass. Fuglass. So who do you want to go with first? Let's do Bud. Bud? All right. You yeah. got it? You got a Bud? Well, you said you had a Bud. Yeah. So I this grabbed Bud's one. for you, my I friend. <laughs> um, uh, what do you got? I'm going to say Adam Driver. As Bud mm-hmm. and not Gecko. Adam Driver's much mm. younger. Like Bud, but uh, Gecko needs to be older. Yeah, that's true. I like it. Have you seen that new movie he's in with the uh, the paper or the report or whatever? No, with John Hamm and all that. I haven't seen that one. He it's does on my great. IQ. He does great. And yeah, it, I saw and Marriage Story. Oh, that that would good. be very. But it was also similar. weird. What's Marriage Story? That's the one that he he's nominated for. for oh, the it's the sequel to Toy Story. I <laughs> yeah. Um. So, uh, he he's good though. I. In the report, he actually plays a character that is kind of Bud Lock, okay. Bud Locks, Bud Fox like. Bud Fox, yeah. Um, so I can see that. Yeah, That's I mean, I really a nice think, pull, dude. I really That's think nice he is, he's going to be one of like our generation's like best. Oh, actors. I think so too, dude. Like, he's, he's going up there. I'm a fan of Adam Driver. Uh, in he's fact, um, yeah, I mean, he's just he's very very good. I think he's great. Uh, I think he's super dynamic. I don't I like need to bring it up, but I will. The nuanced performance he gave in the new Star Wars trilogy. He brought, yeah, he brought real agree. gravitas and, and little nuanced stuff to that character that I don't think anybody else would have picked up. I absolutely agree. <coughs> uh, absolutely so, agree. yeah, so I think, uh, I think him for Bud Fox. What do you think? I have a, a little bit of an outsider, and we spoke about him a couple weeks ago. Uh, he plays the lead in the series You, uh, Joe. Okay. Slash William. Uh, I still have not watched that. And, and his name is Penn Badgley. I think he's got a good look for that. Uh, he's got a young he's enough right, face yeah, for right it. Around that, right around that right age he looks young. Uh, and I think, uh, yeah, I think he could pull that off. Um, sure. I don't think I've seen him in anything, so I can't say yes or no. But, you know. Uh, just the way I like see, it. Uh, see a read-off between those two. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, let us know. And right. uh, we'll get to that later. Oh, I got a gecko. You got a gecko? Yep. All right, I go ahead. I went, first, I went first. No, I went first on Bud. All right, my Gordon gecko. gecko, Robert Downey Jr. Oh, wow, yeah. That's good, right? That's really damn good. Yeah. Who would you, what was yours? Um, I went a little bit older. Okay. But I went Kurt Russell. I mean, we both love the Russ. Yeah. But he's old, though. So he could be old. Downey is about the Michael Douglas age. Yeah, though. that's true. I'm sticking with Downey on that one. I mean, God, Downey would be really good and really, like, there. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to see him just be a dick. Work those chops. <laughs> Again, you know? always. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that is really good. I I, I, I can't argue with that. I, I think Kurt Russell could do really well, too. I, I mean, I don't disagree with that at all. I think that the age factor gives Downey the slight edge for me. Yeah. I mean, they're not, you know, it's not too much. I mean, especially with... uh. Like Wall Street in this time, you don't have to be that much younger. You could be older because you know. I mean, it would st- it could still work. Yeah. But for someone that's always a stickler about age, Chase. Well, all right. I'm a stickler about Come age. On. I'm a stickler about age when it matters more. All right. You just can't admit. You know, like you couldn't you couldn't have you know what, Robert you know Downey Jr. play Bud. He would be too old for that because Bud needs to be young. You just can't. Ad- you know what, your problem is that you just can't admit that. Uh, I got a little dick. It's pathetic. All right, man. You just can't admit. I that. can't admit that you have a little yeah, dick. Just said fucking admit it. You know and what? Your life would be a lot. You better. have a little dick, and it's pathetic. Thank I've admitted you. it. Thank I've admitted you. Admitted it. Thank you. All right. 
All right. Um, well, yeah. Well, that, that wraps it up. Well, do you want to try to do Daryl <coughs> Hannah real quick? Because I got one. Who? Now, earlier in a previous episode, you said she was too old. So I don't want to hear anything. Oh, my anything. God. Do not say I don't want to hear anything Bobby about Brown. too young. <laughs> Millie Bobby Brown. No. No. No, sir. No, sir. What is it? She's too old. She's too young. She's too old. She's too young. What is it with you, Chase? You need to make well, up your fucking mind. She's not 12, but she's also not 30. You know what, Chase? Even though they haven't they it. haven't paid me yet, I think that you need a nice glass of Zions to get your mind right. <sighs> All right. All right. Well, um, that wraps it up. All right. So let us know your uh, thoughts and your recast. Uh, let us know on uh, Twitter, at The Movie Gap, on Facebook, at The Movie Gap, and on Instagram, Actually, you know, Margot Robbie wouldn't be a bad no, uh, Darian. No, wouldn't, wouldn't be bad at all. That okay. would actually be Hang perfect. Of perfect. Yeah. I, I thought <laughs> I forgot that I didn't say that because yeah. you said Bobby Brown and got right. me pissed. Right. Yeah. No, actually, Bobby Brown. <laughs> Bobby Brown got me pissed. Because you said Bobby Brown, yeah. baby. Bobby Brown should play. <laughs> did you know? Did you? What do you think about these rumors that Drake has been grooming Bobby Brown? By the way, <laughs> he just can't wait to get to Bobby Brown. Oh, oh boy! Well, you know anyway. it's it's his prerogative. There you go. Zing. And scene. All right. Uh, we will see you next time on, on the movie the gap. gap. Uh, wait, wait. Did you tell them where to find us? Oh yeah, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the movie gap. Let All us right. know your thoughts, concerns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> About our lives <laughs> at all in general, and uh, or you can just you know. Tag us while you're talking shit about uh, Mike Clevenger. <laughs> well, yeah. Why don't you just tag Bryce on those? No, never mind. I'm don't need kidding. to drag the I'm movie sure gap into all that. I'm sure they're excellent gentlemen. All right. Anyway. Well, we will see you next time. Nom in space. space. Ah!